Hi, my name's Elijah, and welcome to The Roots Podcast, an interview channel that shares the stories of people and hospitality, whether it be in the restaurant, out in the field, and those in the media. It's a retrospective look on the passion, ambition, and drive involved in a competitive industry. Roots Podcast is proudly supported by Sydney Direct Fresh Produce, the fruit and veg supplier led by Lou Kohler, who has provided Sydney with some of the best and local produce since he was 16 years old and still smashing it out today. My next guest has been pushing his own culinary boundaries for a long time now, not just with Restaurant Gaia, but with the countless pop-ups he's done around the world. Take, for example, he has challenged himself to come up with a new degustation menu every month without repeating a single dish. This means that even during the past two years with the opening and closures in Melbourne, he pushed 19 new menus, which is insane to do during such a chaotic time. But this is a testament to Mo, whose creativity continues to inspire and influence chefs such as myself to change our perspective on dining and what it means to provide an exceptional hospitality experience. I'm extremely fortunate to not only be able to have eaten at his restaurant, but to have him on the podcast. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. But is that like because what Attica was your first experience in a hatted fine dining restaurant? It was, yeah. So <clears throat> when you started a place like that, and then you come to now opening up your own place after all the restaurants you've since worked, is that something that you care about wanting? Even like not not that that's the priority. Mm. You want to just do the food you love, but is that something in the back where you're like, oh, it might be nice to keep retain go for two whatever it is you know or is that not really something that isn't in your in your head to, to think about going for well not not really to be to be honestly like i mean i first start from Attica like many many years ago so that's probably wrong like 12 years ago and well i mean start from there to what Gaia is today is definitely, it's definitely Attica is definitely one of the one of the biggest effect to what Gaia is. Yep. Even even I'm doing completely different to what Benchery do these days. But yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, um, Attica set a lot of standard for me because before Attica, I have not working any fundamentally at all. Yeah, um, no. I don't even know much about Fandani. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I go to Attica and I learn from there. So, you know, when, when you almost like blank paper. Yeah. <coughs> and then, so what's, you know, what's drawing on that first or last, basically? So, uh, I guess Attica would be, that's why, yeah, that place is always very special to me. I have to say, because I was too green at that day, so I don't actually learn too much about technique wise or cooking wise because yeah. I'm not good enough to you know I'm not good enough to cook on the, sure. on the stove sure, sure, sure. I was only as call me <laughs> but <clears throat> but you know to see what Ben's doing at Arca and what how he treat food how he think about food that's like the biggest inspire yeah, yeah. and you know that's that's a lot of things it's probably this day still how I look at food today yeah even so even so, after so many years, I have, I have very different to what Attica been or what Attica doing now. But still, like you know, that's that's a start point. Yeah. So the menu changed nineteen times now. Well, they haven't had this menu yet because it's just started this week. <laughs> that's crazy. And nineteen menus. 
yeah, no, in two and a half years. In two and a half year, and you take off lockdown. That's impressive, man. That's yeah. That's why actually we're actually saying we're changing menu completely every month. We actually did. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. actually did this. If when you take off the day, lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. It can be very struggle. We don't come in to change uh, to use any dish from the past. Yes. Do you uh, take a photo log of every dish? I do. I do. It's on Instagram. Yeah, I know, I know it, but like, I obviously, I can only assume that wouldn't be every single dish. But, yeah. Or is, or is it like every single dish, basically? Um, because I like for me, for example, like for for myself, like whenever I am at home doing up like R and D, writing down fucking recipes religiously, I've got notebooks after notebooks of just shit. Uh, is to take a photo and put like a clip with that recipe and log it away somewhere. Do you know what I mean? So, oh. Like, um, I'm not saying you have that. No, problem. probably not. Because um, it's always the dishes always start from idea, and I will try. I first main focus try the combination first. So yeah, right, right, right. I won't. I won't really care about the plating and that kind of thing. So mm. I just basically enjoy the flavor together and try it. Yeah. If I think there's a potential to it, I'll think about other details. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you know, you don't you don't really take a picture when it's like basically it's just like. A, Everything just together in the plate, yeah, <laughs> or yeah, even yeah. a dish. Yeah, so um, that's why the most of the time, I actually, if it's not good enough, I will just stop there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then I move on to the next one. So I won't. I rarely have a dish as a felt, felt plate. Uh, quite a few. Uh, it's quite a few. One, have them. Well, I have that picture. I, I do post. I say didn't make the cut. <laughs> um, it's more often happened during the lockdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why after each lockdown, I always post a picture with all the dishes I've been doing. Sometimes I've been doing too much. <laughs> yes, I I did I did have a count for after the first big lockdown, which is about three months. I did close to 90 dishes. In that lockdown? In that lockdown. That's incredible. Yeah, because the restaurant didn't open, but I don't want myself, you know, just um, oh. just have a holiday. And so I, I was still I was still come to the restaurant every single day. And I try to make a dish at least once a day. At yeah. least think about it. And then I write the idea. I go to market twice a week to buy whatever I need. And then... Yeah, and then I just I just cooking. I just do a lot of cooking. Beside, I make all the soy sauce, miso, That's nice. that that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then yeah, I just cook the new dish and new idea. But that's a good challenge. You know, when I when I was an apprentice <coughs> at the cafe, I was at, I had the same thing, and uh, I had like a Instagram page super early on. But the challenge I would set myself is to come up with two dishes a week. Yeah. While I was an apprentice, like, yeah. and I was shit, right? Like, you're an apprentice, you you know fundamentals, but. Your, your technique is so low but it's just this wanting to push yourself is wanting to just come up with like ideas and just like and most of them will be shit but you can learn from it like I look at dishes that I did ages ago and like they're terrible like you can tell exactly who you were following or who you were inspired by because yeah. you would just mimic it Yeah. you know so like for example like super early on like I was into like molecular gastronomy <laughs> stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Real, yeah. Like, like dumb shit. But like, but you, you learn. So like learning to make like caviars or foams yeah, or yeah, micro sponges. Yeah. Very like Fran Adriab, Elbalai kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so all my dishes were just kind of like using these really pungent colors. The plating style would just be throwing stuff on like <laughs> dumb stuff. But like, and so the, these were these dishes, but like, the priority would be pick three flavors 
find a way to make them work or see how they taste. And if they don't taste well, move on to the next one and you learn. And so then when you look back at it eight, 10 years later, you go, uh, I see what I was trying to do then. Yeah. But now with the skills I know now, I can actually make it work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you have dishes that you like, were you like ever making dishes as an apprentice that you look back on now? I, I actually did exactly what you did. <laughs> Um, cause I don't, I don't actually go into a printed system. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I got a certificate straight, I walk straight and then, so, you know, the first fun done is Attica. It's back days, you know, everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. do work 80 hours a week. Not anymore, which is a great thing, but <laughs> that's fun dining back days. Yeah. Uh, I've tried to make at least one dish in two weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All of the 80 hours time. Uh, yeah. Oh shit. It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> but do, you, do you have photos that you'd look back on? Some or? of I did, some of I did, um, some of I didn't because um, that's the thing, right? It's because you've been you've been work at one of the best restaurants and you do you do taste the good things daily and you do know the standard. And before you know, before you you gather dish on, you think it's great. Yeah. And yeah. then you make the dish and the dish is actually shit. I gotta, I gotta show you these photos. Yeah. And they're, they're embarrassing as fuck. Like real dumb shit. <laughs> like absolute dumb it's stuff. So colorful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And this wasn't vegan back then. This is just like regular shit. Yeah. And like, just like... <laughs> right. A very apprentice see, stuff. Absolute apprentice stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so like, this dumb stuff. <laughs> like what the fuck? No one does that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just, but they're like, oh, look at that caviar. <laughs> yeah, so, so, this is me trying to make truffle caviar or some shit. Oh, right? Okay. That, that's what that was supposed to be. It's like a truffle mushroom tapioca. Uh, but like, do you know what I mean? Like very, yeah. very crap, crap shit. But like, you, you learn a lot just like, because it's, and then my style changed to like this shit, like yeah. very dumb stuff, you know? And then like, as it does, as you progress, what you think. And then you're playing with like textures and stuff. Yeah. So like, this was just to learn technique. It wasn't for an actual dish. It was just yeah. to take, this is pistachio textures. Oh, okay. So I would take pistachio and then try and teach myself what else I can do with it. Right. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, then, yeah, yeah. so then as I move on, I can go, cool. Well, now I have fresh pistachios in season. What do I know from experience mm. how to use it? So whether it be micro sponge, whether it be set, make an agar gel, uh, like dust and all this sort of stuff. So yeah. like the dish itself is shit. But at least it teaches me textures and skills. So like, and that was more or less the, the point of it. Like a lot of people, I was even talking to, it, just, it all changes, like all these dishes over, over it's years. a lot. Oh yeah, everything. It's actually a lot. That's, that's yeah, it's crazy. So and this is where I'm at now. So like these are the yeah. dishes I'm kind of doing now. So like just like stuff. So it's very simple. And that's of years, like the eucalyptus lamington, which I put on at yellow as, yeah. a, as a birthday cake. Yeah. So you like, it's like made like a sponge cake. I've also had a, but I mean, this is not all the dish I did, um, cause, um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I missed, I missed a while cause the, the phone has been changed a few times. So yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. this is probably the dish I've been doing for the past five years wow. or six years. That's a restaurant. When you see the floor, you definitely know that's from the restaurant. <laughs> that was, um, before the restaurant, some of the dish yeah totally don't work at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of them that's not bad actually. So that's that's from home. That's my that's my um, kitchen bench at home. 
That's that. still pretty. Eh? Do you have Do you have a lighting system? Is that no? What I don't. They don't. Because these are beautiful. Like it's just uh, it's most often from middle night. Whatever the kitchen light I have. Oh really? But whatever I have. Oh, yeah. just the lighting looks like really yeah, nice. It is. It's that's just, crazy. Um, yeah, it's just like you see. That's always come from oh, one gotcha. direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always come from there. Yeah. Um, I get what you mean. I I do have um, I do have a similar things at the beginning and that actually upset me a lot <laughs> it's um i normally do a dish it take me a couple of days on my day off yeah, and yeah it yeah. take me at least half days to recover from the piece of shit i was cooking <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you know it's um, it's just that's where you saw that yeah, food yeah, yeah. would yeah and that's where you actually taste yeah 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 and also it's because it's just because it's been yeah i mean you know i've been working for one of the best and yeah i've i've, I've like taste everything in daily base and then i would imagine i do a dish similar and it's yeah you know that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, th- I but i think it's great because like it you want to set yourself the challenge like you only get better from doing shit you know, oh, like, exactly. like you only get better from your mistakes, you exactly. know, and you're always going to fail first time around. But like, if you get over that, as soon as you get over the fact that your first few times aren't going to be the best, then you'll, it's like, fuck, I, the, one of the earliest things I remember was learning to make honeycomb. Oh, okay. Very like easy when you know how to do it, but it's, it's very stressful at first It is because yeah, it's so quick. <laughs> yeah. It goes quick. And if you don't yeah. really, if you don't know what to expect the first time, or if maybe if you've never really seen someone do it before or whatever it is. And if you don't have your shit ready, for example, like your gastro sprayed yeah. with baking paper, like you, you'll fuck it up. Uh, I will be. Yeah. And, but, but also even just like, um, not burning it, like as it expands, making sure that you pour it out the right time. So yeah. it doesn't overcook on the bottom and get that smoke. Smells, yeah. That yeah, smell. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, yeah, 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 yeah. Which like the amount of times I've done that at first learning how to do it, it happens because it's like fuck it's like so quick you're like shit 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 fuck like for example a yellow used to do used to do like four kilos of honeycomb which is big rondelle of honeycomb oh wow. and it would take two people one person to hold the pot while the other person's scraping the honeycomb into this big gastro and you chuck it in the freezer straight away it was crazy like just stupid amounts so like doing that and not fucking it up oh, is was so it before, stressful before it turned to the vegan restaurant i was vegetarian Oh, so okay. so obviously you went when it was like still meat and shit. Yeah, I was uh, I was a really early day. Yeah, yeah, huge early days. Um, and like doing that with two people was crazy, because like you can't take your eyes off it too, you know. Like <laughs> as soon as you add in the bicarb, you're like fucking shit, trying to throw it out. So, but I I love it. It's funny. They're funny to reflect on. Yeah. You know, because it just it kind of reminds you of of your skills and your patience and and learning and shit. One thing I want to talk about, because you've done a ton of pop-ups. Yep. One I read about, which was in Yunnan. In Yunnan? Is it Yun- Is it Yunnan? Oh, Yunnan. Yunnan? Yeah, that's a province of, yeah. Yeah, uh, and because you said you had friends that uh, had a mountain. Yeah. This has sounded fucking crazy. Yeah, this is, this is, that's, that pop-up is probably the... the wildest pop-up ever done in my life. Really? Yeah, because basically... One of my very, very good friends, um, her family own a mountain. They own a mountain? Yeah, they own the mountain. That's crazy. What the fuck? How does that <laughs> I know, work? I know. I, I couldn't imagine it. That's, that's another war. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, so basically we're doing the pop-up. Um, 
So we have that because, you know, like when I played in the food, when I cooked food, I like inspired from nature. Yeah, yeah. And, and then she come up the idea and said, why don't we do a pop-up on top of the mountain? I was like, how? <laughs> Because there was a nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a nothing. There was like a, the house building, but it's like a, the house had more than like a hundred, like a hundred years history. That's crazy. The good things they they totally owned it. Otherwise, yeah. you won't even be able to use that house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so I was like, house, nothing. It's completely empty. It's just basically, it's you almost can see that's a shade because it's nothing inside. Yeah, yeah. And then, and. And of day we make that possible. So what we do is we buy a huge wood timber, which is a beautiful wood, and then we use that as a path and bench for whatever things. And then um, because they have the business for the hotels, so we had three like the mini fridge, you know, you will see in the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have a two big freezer, and then we have a couple induction and. Yeah, I think that's all we have. So we have the huge bench. I will put all the plate on it, induction on it. Underneath the bench is fridge, freezer, and that's everything. And all the puree are in a steamer. Because <laughs> I couldn't, because it's not enough induction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To heat up everything. So I will, I will you know, I will put the puree in the thermal wrap it yeah, and leave yeah, it yeah. in the steamer to keep it warm <laughs> so we're doing like that and there wasn't even electric on top of the mountain wow so they have to get the electric up to there how so what do you have they they i think they rent like the palm i don't know exactly how that works they, they, they rent the palm and they get the line up to there to get the electricity up there because there's no electricity what? Yeah, because there's like a, it's like the the mountain for the tourists during the day. It was yeah, yeah. Like it was it wasn't even for the night. No one stayed there overnight. It's nothing. It's literally nothing. It's wow. Yeah, it's literally like, it's great experience. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's really nice, but it's hot. It was like extremely hot. So I have to doing the prep, uh, during the day somewhere else. Get everything packed. Oh wow. Go to the mountain. Fuck. Every single day. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So wait, so they had to just get like a power cord? Yeah, something like that, but much, much like strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how they how long? Ring. What's the distance between that and the mountain? I actually don't know, but it's, it's quite long. Like yeah. at least a kilometer or like 500 meters or? No, I think, I think it's actually more than, more than that. But just I don't to get know. one jumper cord? <laughs> I don't know how exactly they do it, but yeah, apparently so what they do is they, they ruin everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from electric company, so they, they set up for it. But yeah, so you know, there's like, there's nothing. Wow. No light, no electricity, nothing. Did you ever forget something during service that you had to run down the mountain for? Oh, luckily I didn't. <laughs> and luckily it's pop-up. Like, yeah, it's pop-up, it's two days only. So <laughs> otherwise, oh, no, actually I think we did three days. Yeah, we did three days. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was, um, that was one of the, that's probably one of the, the most beautiful pop-up ever done. It's, it's crazy, but it's beautiful. Also, Yunnan is a very, very different. You know, they, they're very famous for the fungus they have. Oh, yeah. And they have, they have the, um, they have the pork to preserve. It's almost like prosciutto, but it's, uh, it's in a different way. Most often, you cannot eat the raw like prosciutto unless you have really, really good 
to age for more than three years, yeah. you'll be able to eat the raw. But majority of us not. They use them to do the stir fry. Wow. And they have the yak, which marble is beautiful. It's almost like a wagyu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, the produce is like completely different to anywhere else in the world. Yeah. So, and when I do the pop-up, I always, I don't have menu. So I go to the city, I go into the market for two days in a row, did not think about anything, buy all the stuff I think is interesting. And then after that, I'll spend the day to look at all the ingredients, to think about it. And then I spend about three days to try a dish. So that's how the menu get done in a wow. week. And then I'll do the pop-up only for two nights. Yeah, yeah. So I'll constantly work till like 3 a.m. every single day. Yeah, fucking oath. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, that's the idea for the pop-up what I did in China. I was like, because, you know, China is big from the region to region. It's different culture and different ingredients, completely different. Because you yeah, could yeah. go to one place really hot. At the same time, other places are really cold. So it's, it gives you completely different local in, ingredients. So what I do is I'll, I want to use 100% locally. Yeah. So I would just go there, go to the market, buy everything, whatever the vegetable or the protein I never see and never eat. Yeah. I ask them normally how the local people cook and then I go try. So I have, I have a dish like in my memory. I like it so much because uh, there's a fish called a bumping fish yeah, from, yeah. Um, from um, where it's Guangdong is. It's very interesting fish. It's after the cook, it tastes like tofu. Oh, wow. Very silken. There's no bones at all. I never had that fish before. And then I never cooked turtle before, but turtle is something they really popular there. Yeah, yeah. So I did a dish, the Bombay fish with a turtle broth, a sweet potato leaf, which is three ingredients I never used before. I come up the dish and that's the most like popular dish for that pop-up menu. So this, you know, this is the moment you're really proud. You see, you see the ingredient you never used and never seen in your life before and you never cooked before and yeah. you try to make up the dish and you serve that to local which they have a daily base and they be like, well, I never saw this kind of thing can eat this way. Yeah. Yeah, and basically that's why the reason I'm doing it. And yeah, so back to you now, it's like completely different, completely different. It actually take me much longer to figure out how is it, each ingredient cook to use because it's very very different to yeah. anywhere else I've been to. Yeah, it's like yeah, it was, it was hard, but it was I was fun. It was so <laughs> fun, yeah. But once again, it's just like another learning curve. Another it learning is. Experience. It is. I learned a lot. I learned a lot through all the pop ups I've been doing. Yeah, which yeah. you ended up doing like thirty. About I, I reckon I never actually give exactly count, but I reckon close to thirty. Yeah, after after fifteen or ten, you stop counting. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I just got to think about the new menu. Yeah, at the beginning I have to keep the menu for each of them, and then I just I just get lost after. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. some of them I actually don't even have the menu. Oh left. really? Yeah, uh, it's been no. it's been doing too much. Fuck. Yeah. Because was that all, like in your career? Whenabouts was those pop ups? Was that before? That's about. I've started about like, it's actually really late, about like four years ago. Yeah. Um, no, actually, that's about four years ago before Guy opened. So I'll say about like six years ago. Yeah, right. When I first ever started pop up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
That's crazy. Would you? Would you? How would you recommend people to do it? Like, would you? Would you recommend chefs do a pop up or two if if they've? I never... really, I really encourage people to do it. Yeah. Like, because that's you know that's how how I get started. Like, I always I always tell my chef if they have been more experienced and they willing to do that one day. I was like, you know what, this place is free on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And yeah. I, do you mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I encourage them to do their own thing, and I don't mind to let them use this space but it's a fact that I have like tons of work for every single chef so we we be like surviving every single day <laughs> so no one actually have that kind of energy yeah, yeah 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 to do it but yeah it's you know this is how a small restaurant yeah. runs like every day you just you just need to push yourself yeah you just yeah. need to push yourself really hard yeah but yeah, I, I always encourage people to, especially young chefs, to do a pop-up. Like, not to making money or everything, but that's kind of the experience. And then from there, you, you can learn a lot. Not only for the cooking, you can learn how you serve it, like how you, how you management and how, like a lot of things you learn, it won't, you know, it won't teach you just doing your daily prep and doing your daily service. It's yeah. like a lot of things out of it. And then, you know, you know, and I think very importantly is you can know, you can find yourself position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly where you're at. You know, you can feel, okay, I'm great. With a couple more years, I'll be able to get my own. Okay, I'm not good enough. The dish serve, I'm not happy at all. So yeah, I have yeah. a long way to go. Like either way, you know, you, you find yourself the position. I think it's very important. You know exactly where you at. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's like you can't be overly confident when you only call me or damn it, think you'll be able to have a restaurant three years later. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, if you if you add a, a position as sous chef or being cooked long enough, it's time to move on to the next do a big jump yeah you know? so i think i think it's probably helps people to identify themselves and find find their position yeah and you know and also you can you can find what it, exactly your passion is to cook mm. so i i do always encourage whoever work for me i encourage them to do a pop-up yeah. i really do i think that's i think that's um you know as a chef the the most rewarding is put your food on the plate and serve to guests. And I do like all the chef work for me to feel that point. Like, you know, it's, it's different. You serve with someone else's food and give to guests, guests like it. Or you serve your own food to guests, guests like it. It's a different thing. It's yeah, very different. I know, because there's so much pressure. And it, is. and it teaches them to appreciate the food that they put up that might be yours as well because once they start to get used to making their own dish and it goes on and they feel that pressure of how all the people react eating this dish that I came up with which I know I felt that you start to really care about other people's dishes hmm. because now you feel what they feel about why it needs to be as good as it can be or as good as it should be because it's a reflection of them once you feel that putting your own dish on it, it teaches you a lot. It teaches especially a lot to be humble, you know, to not be so critical, but to be more helpful, to be more supportive exactly, of the chef. Exactly. You know? Like, I think, yeah, I think pop-up makes people growing. 
Yeah. At least for me, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I totally get you. Do, do you remember one of the first few times you, I got, do. you got a dish? I, actually, I, I, remember, I remember all the pop-ups I did. Yeah. Um, a few dishes I remember. It's, um, it's a fact for the past probably about past five, six years, I'm doing close to around 800 dishes. Yeah, so I don't, I don't remember. Like I mean, a lot of time I don't even remember the dish I was doing here. <laughs> so <laughs> especially like when we're doing the pancake at the start, because the pancake filling is changing every month yeah, with yeah, the dipping yeah, yeah. sauce. And it's quite a few times. A question: Have I actually already done the filling? <laughs> yeah. So I have to, I have to actually look back. And then I'll be like, okay, good. I didn't, I didn't do this. Cause yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I lost. It's, it's been too much. Yeah. It's been, it's been a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. normally I will, I confirm I do a dish I've never done before. Yes. Yeah. No, just because like I, I remember one of the first few snacks or dishes that I ever put up on a menu. And this is back when I was an apprentice. So what my, mm. what my first head chef would do at this cafe where we're at yeah. was have a, like a specials board yeah and we'd put up four specials every week and it would change so it was a space where on top of the already made yeah cafe the menu, regular menu the yeah. regular menu that this could be a space where me and the head chef could just have fun and just try things that might may or may not work that might go on the menu later yeah whatever it is so like it created that kind of cool cheap special just whatever creative thing it could be and he would always try to get me to come up with something, right? He'd always try and get me to be creative and just do something. And I remember the first dish before I was vegan. And it was like twice cooked pork belly. belly. Yeah, twice cooked pork <laughs> yeah, belly. When you say twice cooked, the first thing coming in my belly. pork belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I was, I was like only a chef for like a year, apprentice yeah. for like a year, you know? So very early on and it was with like applesauce and I was trying to plate it real cool and, uh, and all this sort of stuff I wish I'd got a photo it was long before <laughs> I was doing this stuff and um, yeah and, and he like we put it on the menu for a week and I, I remember putting it up being so proud of this dish for like $10 or something like that and it was like <laughs> a small chunk with like some micro herbs yeah. all this sort of stuff and like it was shit but like it, it's it's a cool feeling when you it is able it's to, different it's very different yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, I think that's and it's good for chefs to be in that environment so I think that's really cool that that's something that you want to support as well because it helps those chefs who want to grow be in a space to grow you know there's, there's nothing worse than like being uh, passionate about what you're doing yeah. but in a space that's kind of repressing that or like pushing you down a bit like it's nice to be around supportive people that are, that are helping you think about things try new things and that's what I really, really want to do. I really want to encourage them to do this kind of thing their own. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I just generally like this thing. I really like pop-up. I mean, every time I do pop-ups, I was tired, I was hard, I was a lot of prep. And normally when I do the pop-up, I'm the only one to prep. And then I will have all the shifts, all my mates come to help me during the service. So I will have a lot of people during service, but normally I'd be the only one prep for the whole menu. Yeah. And, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot every single time. Even, even sometimes during the during service, I feel shit because you know, like no one knows the dish. Uh, you won't be able to get to the standard you want to. But yeah, I still, I think it's very fun. It's enjoyable. And I have to try to 
I, I try to get, you know, the Yangshift get that thing feels see if they like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's good. That's great. Like, uh, I think one of the other experiences is also, for example, I, I think we do we deal with this a lot at Yellow. I don't know how often you get dietaries here. Um, a lot, quite often. Yeah. yeah, and like especially on the more complicated side of things. So I'm not talking just about like no coriander or fucking, you know, no tomato or you know what's the nightshade yeah you know that kind of shit like yeah like we get a lot of we've also gotten a lot of like fodmap oh fun. crazy we, shit. we don't we don't have the good things we don't have much fodmap <laughs> oh really no, oh, we, no might, we might get it like once every few months yeah you know but still you, you th- really have to reconstruct a menu everything exactly everything and like and that's crazy like because it's like on top of your already menu change every month you have to make a even new one for them you know yeah it's just, and what makes <laughs> hard is you know it comes it happens why did they choose to eat it in a fine dining restaurant like go eat an a la carte please <laughs> like just yeah so what happens at here is there's always like a table four yeah yeah and yeah. then so one people is booking the table and he don't know his guests enough so it's always come to like two couple that kind of thing come to <laughs> come to catch up whatever eat here yeah and then when they come in his guests say I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. And that was a moment, you know, because we, we are so small, like with yeah. three shift and last Saturday was a classic sample for one sitting, we have 16 guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was full, full everywhere else. Um, booking system shows no dietary at all. Oh, you know that's a mistake. <laughs> you know it's a mistake. And that's the last night of the menu because we changed completely for July after that. So I was like, I was a finger crossed. I was like, I may, I may don't need that thing, you know, extra prep for it. Cause at the end of the day, it's all go through the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. So second sitting service staff come in. This one guess, uh, I'm actually a vegetarian. <laughs> and then other table coming, she's like, I don't eat abalone and the crab. I know I have a whole dish it's based on abalone. <laughs> I didn't have a single thing, didn't get abalone involved. Either the cooking liquid, abalone, or the liver. Yeah, yeah, Everything yeah. has been involved into that dish. Yeah. And she couldn't have that at all. And then I have one table come say, don't eat fish, which there's two dish on the menu, have fish. Yeah. And you think about, we only have five tables, and then we'll have the three dietary, didn't, have, didn't even mention at all. That was a super hard service. Yeah. But lucky, I still have, you know, half of the vegetarian menu has been prepped. And yeah, so one thing I learned from Gaia is doesn't matter you have a vegetarian dietary or not, you got the prep done. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. got the prep done. You always, even just something. I, 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 I have this box that I would carry with me that's just experiments. Yeah. And just like whatever the fuck, it's random stuff. But the amount of times that has saved my ass... Just when it yeah, comes yeah, to dietaries, yeah. you go into the freezer, it's like dietaries box or yeah. in the fridge and you're just like fucking sifting through things and you're like, fuck, I'll use this, use this. And you're just like, and it just helps like having just experiments and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? exactly, like, exactly. Because I learned from there from the first night ever open. It's the first night. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. No one said dietary. It's come in. There's one guy who was like, he was like, you know what? I actually want a vegetarian menu. I was like, I don't even have a vegetarian menu. <laughs> first night yeah the first night so 
Luckily, it's because before the open, because I do a ton of the trial for different dish, you yeah, know, because yeah, yeah. I need to finalize the first menu. So I was doing beyond enough to trial the dish, and that's include quite a lot of vegetables. Yeah. So for that night, I open the cool room door, I'll be like, okay, what can I do? <laughs> I'll be like that, I, I, and then I, I get the menu out. To be fair, I don't. I don't think that would be the experience. Yeah, yeah. But that's the best I could do at that stage. So, I feel yeah. I, I feel kind of bad stitching you up on actually, the Wednesday with your first new actually, menu. Actually, you know what? <laughs> at the first time, I was like, "Fuck this shit! <laughs> Fuck this but, guy!" But Who's you this know guy? what? I'm really glad I did it because yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. I have two vegetables, so now I have no stress because the menu is done. <laughs> I'm really glad I did it because otherwise, now I'm being the shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. you know, if I don't have to do the vegetarian menu, it's not the first priority because I, I have a, a lot of other detail I need to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm really glad I already did the vegetarian menu, so that's one of the big things I can leave behind. Oh, sure, yeah. sure, sure. So you can just forget about it. You've got it all done. Yeah, exactly. I got it all done. I got all the Plus, sure. couple things need to top up, do the fresh, but you know, I got prep list, I got many, I got everything. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Well, I'd, I'd say you're welcome, but I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> say that too soon. <laughs> um, all right, well, I want to finish on one last question sure. before we uh, before we close up, and it's a question I ask everybody uh, on, on on the season. So, and it's it's a question that helps you be uh, in a point of self reflection and maybe a little bit humble. And I think it's funny because when chefs get around and they catch up, you talk a lot of shit about, you know, times you got stitched up and times you're just like fucking running around like a goose. And it's funny. They're funny stories to share. And the question is, what's the funniest or craziest time you found yourself most in the shit? <laughs> it's a good question to finish because there's many. And you can tell two or three stories. You know, I've had Eli Holland tell me stories. I've had Nell, Nell Robinson from Nell Restaurant tell me a bunch of stories and so forth. And they'll just, they'll rattle on and it's, it's funny. Uh, but while you think of it, I'm going to tell you the story from the previous guest. Yeah. So I went and spoke to Luke from Birdie Bar. Yeah. He, he came oh, on. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so he told me his story and it's uh, uh, with him and Matt Wiley. So, you know, Matt Wiley at Reed? Yep. Yeah. So, they're good, good friends, and uh, they were both dish and dirt on each other. So, <laughs> it uh, got, got some good stories. So, I'll tell you his story, and then your story I'll pass on to the next person. <laughs> so, no pressure. Um, so, Luke uh, does a lot of, like, uh, collabs and, and travels for showcasing his kind of skill and technique and, and yeah. sustainability and, and approach to food, right? And him and Matt went over to New Orleans to do, a, do like, a food pop-up, bar pop-up. And when he got over there, he realized he'd forgot one of his ingredients, which was a smoked yogurt. Yeah. And it was pretty integral to the, the dish, so he couldn't just, like, forfeit it. He couldn't just not do it. And so he's like, fuck. He's like, how am I going to smoke yogurt? He's like, it was, it was like the day before or the day of, you know? And he's yeah. like, you can't just buy that shit. <laughs> so you have to make it. But he didn't have the techniques. He didn't have the smoking. Like, and it was going to be too much fucking around trying to go to a... A, like a culinary store to buy a smoker so he's like I need to smoke yogurt what the fuck am I going to do and Matt was like oh it's fine it's fine we'll figure it out we'll figure it out so they went into the store and bought some like regular yogurt and like shit we need a smoker so they literally ran around the car park yeah. and went to like the, they, they were just ended up in this like row of cars and they were just these people handing uh, uh, hitting their hands over a, a drum of, of on fire 
So it was like a bin drum, but like they just put like logs of wood and they were just like warming their hands up over yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just like walked up to these guys and were like, like got a bowl and like we're trying to pick leaves off trees, trying to like burn them, light them on fire so they would smoke and then just yeah. like stuffing that in the yogurt to like trying to give it this smokiness yeah. and like it kind of wasn't working like and it wasn't really giving it that much flavour and they're like fuck Matt Wiley's gone to buy some postcards to get <laughs> as paper to yeah. like, like burn something and like they lit it on fire and it started to release this like toxin the plastic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and they're like fuck it's got plastic can't do it <laughs> shit and so they're like trying to figure it out like trying to like wrap it in something like clothes or whatever it is you know just to infuse the flavour and it was just like it was the, the event was like that day and they just stood just like this is just so fucked so trying to smoke yogurt in a car park somewhere like in, oh, it was so shady too and they were just eventually they somehow got it done and, and everyone was none the wiser but yeah. that was just like a hectic last minute yeah. in the streets in the Orleans <laughs> trying to figure they're trying to do prep it was so crazy yeah so that's that's his in the shit story it's, it's now on to you no pressure like I said if you've got two, wow. or, two or three stories this is on you. Well, the the one like I mentioned the first night, that's like the it's probably you know you know it's a service, it's stress, it's first night open for the restaurant, and the guest is actually paying for the for the food, and then it's coming, so he told me he wanted a vegetarian menu, which I don't have it, which is uh, well, no, at that point you know at least I only need to figure out the one smoked yogurt. <laughs> and I need to figure out the whole menu according yeah, yeah. to a vegetarian. And that was, uh, that was probably the world's most fuck up moment <laughs> I ever heard. When I, when, I, when I heard it said it's vegetarian, I was like, what? <laughs> so yeah, as I mentioned before, so basically what I literally, what I do is every single course, I was like, I played up the regular menu, I send that first, and then I open up the cooling room. Okay, what's a garnish I can use for next thing? And then a couple of things, basically what I would do is when I heard as a vegetarian, straight away I get the pan, get the hot, and look at what the vegetable I can cook in. <laughs> and then I get that cooking, at least it's cooked true, it's yeah, ready yeah, yeah. to serve. And then for each course, I, lucky I have the veggie stock as a, you know, I always have that at the medium plus. Yeah, yeah. And I always like to do, not like a normal veggie stock, I like to do a roast veggie stock. Yeah. So I like to roast the heart. And then so the flavor get much more concentrated. And the reason I'm doing that because I use that as a backup so that can turn into a sauce straight. Yeah, so I yeah, don't yeah. have to spend about another like two hours to get sauce ready. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm looking, all right, what can I use garbage? What, what can I use? Literally, I look at whatever I can use. And that was very, very, very hard service. I haven't done for a long time. And this is one really fuck up. And the other one, I didn't mention before, um, the one I do in pop-up at Yunnan. Yeah. Because, you know, there's no electricity yeah. off, so they, they have to get things up. And they turn that off at night. Because they didn't know it. They thought they just using that for service and it's finished. But they didn't know there was a freezer up there oh. and the fridge up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they so, turned, wait, so whoever was down at the end of the mountain turned it off. Yeah, they turned that <laughs> off. Shit. <laughs> so that's like the next day, I goes up. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so 
the luck is like it's really cold up there, because it's um, that time was like uh, the winter season, so it's really cold up there. So the things is not get off, but the granita is melting,、oh, and you got no way to freeze that ready. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was look at it. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Also, the things really lucky because the space are very limited. We <laughs> yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. doing the prep, and we only take pretty much about each nice yeah, pop up、yeah. stuff up, and we keep rest off because they have the hotel and they have the big fridge, like the big kitchen. So we storage everything there, and every night I would just pack up for that night a little bit back up, and then I bring up. So it's lucky I didn't lose much, but the granita I was leaving in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to just ready, and that was a dessert. I use a flower from the local. I have a pre-dessert, basically focus on all the local because they have the traditional to eat flower. Yeah, yeah. Unlike yeah. others, and a lot of variety of the flowers. There was a, a pre-dessert with one of the flower I make into granita, which is really. It's really short season, even for them. The season is normally about like a month, a year. I'm I'm very lucky. I catch that season when I go there. So, I taste. I was like, that's really unique. It's different to others. So I I done couple different way with them. One of them is granita. Yeah. What was the flower? It's I don't actually know the English name because I never seen the out of the Yunnan. Yeah, what was what is it? How did you pronounce like it? It's like a little yellow flower. I may be able to find a picture for it. Yeah, how do you pronounce it in China? China is it is it in China? Actually, jinchue, 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 yeah, jinchue hua. It's actually named almost like a um a bird's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, jinchue hua, jinchue hua. Yeah, that's the name of extremely short season each year. Yeah, yeah, one and, month. And the very yeah, it's very unique. I was very exciting. I was like. That's gonna be a did a pretty dessert with it. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. That's gonna be great. After first night, second night go up. I was like, what the fuck? I was a liquid. I wasn't set back to it. They turn back to the power because they know we're gonna use that. Yeah, again yeah, 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 yeah. For the next day, like we start service around like six, so they turn back like a, around like a middle day,、oh, and you know、fuck. the freezer was like. Was a hotel freezer. Yeah, Wasn't yeah, even yeah. clean out the freezer thing.、Yeah. <laughs> so when I opened the check, I was like, "It's running. It's really running." And then I asked them, they turned off. I was like, "That、That's、was the moment. I almost lost my shit." Wow. I thought, like, I was, I literally was screaming. Yeah. Wow. I haven't done that for a long time. I was screaming to everyone. To my friends, <laughs> to everyone, like I don't give a fuck. I was screaming. I was screaming to everyone I see. Yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. quiet. No one, no one was talking. It was just me, like screaming there. <laughs> fuck shit. Yeah.、Um, a, what, so how did it go? What, I had to serve the chilled soup. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. There's no way to get a freeze. Of course. There's yeah, no yeah. way. You know, it's like there's no liquid nature around there. Yeah, there was no good. Freezer was no blast chillers, nothing、oh, like no. it's impossible. Just a hotel freezer, yeah. Exactly. Yeah,、so、yeah, yeah. I served the pouring the chilled broth on the table side. That's crazy. I was I was still nice dish, but it was different too. And yeah, that was that was probably this too is 
the probably most fuck up moment <laughs> I remember to relate to Gaia to my pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, yeah, I was completely fuck up. That's crazy. Was, what What was the dish? What was with the chilled broths? So I remember I did like I, I paired it with the mango. So I did the the flowers. I did a variety of different ways, and also did dried, candied, and just. Simply fresh because the fresh has flower, the, yeah. yeah. The flavor was unique, it was very unique. How would you describe it? It's got a little bit honey sweet, that kind of sweet, right? right, right, right. And then the back taste have slightly bit bitter. Oh, wow! It's like, but at first, when you smell the aroma, it's very unique, yeah. And then yeah, when yeah. you taste it, it's got a little bit like that honey taste, and sure. because the um, yeah, so it's, it's very different. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even now, I still think that's probably once, um, once like the very, very unique flower ever taste. Wow. Yeah, you know, because in the Western we use a flower, but what we can be use is jasmine, um, rose, the most common one, jasmine, rose, libby, calendula, geranium, like a, even like nasturtium flowers. I'm yeah, thinking. nasturtium flower, and that is completely different. Different. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. a new experience for me. That's crazy. Like, uh, I've been back days. I think I've been cooking like close to ten years that at that stage. Yeah. And I never had things like that. Fuck. Uh, that grenade was fucked. <laughs> I was completely fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I. So what I do is I gather and I, I make a really quick um, jasmine oil. Yeah. Just the aroma out of it. And then I split with a little bit of jasmine oil and then pour it on the table side. Wow, with but, mango, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, with that. So it's, it's changed the dish completely. Like, I wasn't even like small yogurt. There was no way. There was no way to <laughs> recover that, yeah. <laughs> no way. It had to be changed. That's crazy. Very good. All right. Yeah. I'm going to leave it there if that's okay with you. Yeah, yeah. Thank no, you so much for jumping no, on. Thank you. Thanks for coming. It was oh. great to meet you. It was great to serve you the vegan on Wednesday. Yeah. No, so, yeah sorry, and you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for that. No, thank you. Very good. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you'd like to listen to more episodes or check out some cool behind-the-scenes photography, then head to the new website over at rootshospitality.com.au or follow Roots Hospitality on Instagram for the latest updates. Cheers.